0: Hello and welcome to the Working Tools Masonic Podcast, where today we will be discussing the progressive line in lodge.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, brethren all, welcome to the Working Tools Podcast, a casual conversation around Freemasonry. First, it's important to note that our opinions and thoughts are our own and do not reflect those of our Grand Lodge or respective craft or concordant bodies. Please connect with us and ask questions either here on YouTube or on our Facebook page. We'd also appreciate a thumbs up and especially any comments on our videos.
0: Tools Masonic Podcast. I'm Matthew Apple, a mason here in the Grand Lodge of Washington, and with me here are our usual two hosts, uh, Worshipful Brother Stephen Chung of the Grand Lodge of British Columbia in the Yukon, and David Colbeth, also a mason here in Washington. So, welcome this evening, guys. Good to see you again.
2: Yeah, good evening. Nice to be here. Nice to be with you guys.
0: Absolutely. So, tonight we're going to be discussing the uh, progressive officer line in Lodge, and how that, that works in our various jurisdictions and how sometimes it doesn't work. So, uh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, Stephen, I know you were talking about the, um, the officer's guide that you have and the topic, and why don't you start us off with a little background, if you will?
2: Okay. So, well, in BC here, anyways, um, our line in our lodge um, starts at Inner Guard. Um, that's our lodge officers' uh, progression line anyways uh, we do have two other uh, chairs that are junior to that in our um, uh, in our in our lodge so the, the stewards but they generally are not considered part of the line um, though some people think that when you come in and start as a junior steward that is the start of it because Um, in lodge, they go from junior steward to senior steward and then inner guard and then junior deacon, senior deacon, and then into the warden's chairs and so on, right? All the way up into worshipful master. Uh, but technically it doesn't, the line doesn't start until inner guard.
0: What about for you guys? I was trying to count in my head as you were talking there. So that's inner guard, deacon, deacon, warden, warden, master. Is that the six? Yep. six positions there.
2: Inner guard, deacon, deacon, warden, warden,
0: um, and master six. Yep. Cool, David. How
1: how do things work down south there? <laughs> well, I, I hope they work similarly to where <laughs> up north. But uh, so I was uh, inner guard. So that is uh, you have a uh, Tyler, and then an inner guard as well. Yep. So what does the inner guard do that the junior deacon doesn't do? I'm trying to read the um, document. Right. <clears throat> yeah,
2: well, the the inner guard just uh, guards the inner inner part of the door, uh, guards against the approach of cowards and eavesdroppers, right? Okay. Allows none to pass or repass except those who are duly qualified.
1: Well, that sounds familiar. Yeah, right? that's that, that's part of the <laughs> yeah. description of our junior junior deacon. That's our junior deacon. So, what does your junior deacon do?
2: Oh, our junior deacon, uh, he. Uh, assist the senior deacon in assisting the senior warden in conducting candidates through their initiations um, in any processions uh, that are escorted through the lodge uh, that's done by the deacons Um, the junior deacon also so he helps pass the word Uh, he lights the uh, candles uh, uh in the,
1: the senior the senior in, deacon does or the junior deacon
2: the junior deacon does the senior deacon opens the bible and oh. the uh, junior deacon lights the candles
1: oh. huh. well we could have that a whole topic is... of
0: conversation just about that <laughs> can
1: we now yeah our our junior deacon basically does <clears throat> well the junior deacon does, guards the door and he assists the wardens in messages between the two and around the lodge as needed and guard, you know, all that stuff. He doesn't handle the lights or great or small, <laughs> great or lesser mm-hmm. um, the senior deacon handles all that. So interesting that you it sounds like you've got <clears throat> either we've combined or you split the, yeah. our junior deacon position into two roles. That's kind of cool though. I like that the junior deacon helps with the senior deacon with the, with the great lights. So that's kind of cool.
2: Yeah. And, uh, Uh, He also extinguishes the lights at the uh, end of the day, right? Um, It was funny because uh, our lodge had originally had wax candles. And then we went to a system where we had the light bulbs with the um, orange square and compass inside. Well, except for the purple one when it came into the blend. So then we had two orange and a purple. Wait, right? now, now,
1: there's, now there's a whole other topic. <laughs> <laughs> That's a
2: whole other topic, yeah, right? But we had a switch by the junior warden's chair mm-hmm. and he could turn on the power to the plugs on the floor at the altar. So it said in our ritual that the junior warden turned on the lights. And then all of, uh, all of a sudden we were switching our candles from or we're switching back to candles and our ritual wasn't right again right because then the junior deacon would go and light the candles right
0: so uh, okay so we'll get back to our topic at hand in a second here but just one more dumb question so where does the junior deacon sit
2: our junior deacon sits uh uh to the right and in front of the worship uh pardon me the senior warden.
1: Let me ask you, does your ritual actually say on the right or to the right?
2: (laughs) Uh, Actually, our ritual doesn't. Really? Um, We have ancient ritual, which is, and is grandfathered. So we're not even regulated by Grand Lodge uh, because it was pre, it was 1954. So it was pre, it was pre their control. So we still have control over our ritual and, It's only them funny Canadian work that, uh, does the, um, or the emulation work that does that explains where they're, where they're located. Right.
1: I was gonna say that funny Canadian is, aren't you part of that?
2: (laughs) No, 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 no. My ritual work is, is called ancient work. Yeah. Right. Um, more commonly confused with Australian work. Yeah. Right.
1: So interesting.
2: yeah, it's the funny Canadian lodges that... Uh, it's, it's
1: it's the it's the district deputy of me that wants to know whether it's on or two because in our ritual, there's it's a capital O, and it's all ciphered, and so it's capital O, and everybody says, to the right, they say, where's the senior deacon? The senior deacon to the right of the senior ward, where's the senior deacon? To the left and in front of the worship master. Where's this person? 222. Two, two. No, oh, okay. in the ritual, it's a capital O, on. It's on, and if <clears throat> Matt and I happen to have had the clear text and it, in the clear text, it's on as well. I see. Okay. Sticky point. Giving away the ritual secrets. I tell you.
2: And, and now, <laughs> in in our lodge, um, the elected chairs are the junior warden, senior warden, worshipful master, uh, secretary, and treasurer, um, and the tyler. tyler. Uh, every yeah everything else is appointed right um but yeah our Tyler's in an elected position as well
1: right? well before we get too far away, you talked about some kind of purple light. what's the purple light thing
2: uh, uh so our our um or can you say our light bulbs our light bulbs that were in our our can- in place of our candles um we had three they had ordered three, but, uh, and there were orange flickering, uh, square yeah. and compass. Right. But one of them eventually burnt out and the guy, the secretary of the day ordered another one, but it showed up and it was purple. Right.
1: It must, must have been a Joby bulb. Oh yeah. <laughs> it,
2: it, it, it drove a lot of guys nuts for a long time because we had, two orange and one purple, right? It drove the guys so crazy that we ended up going back to wax candles and they asked one of the woodworking guys to make us new candle holders, right? That would accommodate wax candles. And um, uh, yeah, and so we went back to wax candles because we had one purple light and two orange lights.
1: (laughs) We've, we've. I've been wanting to go to candles, but I, we don't allow open flame <clears throat> either. And so I thought about those electronic ones you can get nowadays. They're kind of cool looking, mm. but I don't know that we'll ever get away. We have the orange flickering, squaring compass as well. <clears throat>
2: yeah, I like them. I actually have a, a bulb. Uh, I just don't have a fixture in my office right now for it to put it in. I was yeah. going to get one and hang it there, but then I think she would have like. Uh, cut me off at the knees when i go to hang something like that in my office right i i, I get to do some things you know uh really i i you know the, the only place i truly have any say is in the garage and that's when she lets me right yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah we have those same bulbs in our lodge and i think somebody bought a case of them at some point because we've got like a hundred of the dumb things and they never burn out so oh
1: yeah we, cool we have Ours didn't burn out, but it loosened, the, the glass part loosened up in there and it was flickering. And so when you tried to unscrew it, it left the base inside the, the, all, the holder. And so we had to order a new one. I think we have one spare now just in case, but they all oh, have a, a small fee. I'm sure I could sell you a couple of ours. <laughs> oh, there you go. There
2: you go. <laughs> you know where okay. Gets okay. So, so back on the top. <laughs> oh,
1: oh, so hold on now. Hold on. So <laughs> we're not even, we're not even going to get past the inner deacon here. <laughs> So, you said that you have inner guard and then a junior deacon, a senior deacon. So, in Washington Masonry, I would kind of agree that in general, a person really gets serious about it at junior deacon. However, we also have stewards. But in I don't know, Matt, if you would agree that I was always told that really in lodge the line should start like at marshal or chaplain, and then they kind of work their way up. At least the way it used to be when there was fifty thousand masons in Washington, but now with only ten thousand belly buttons or eight thousand belly buttons. It's not that way anymore.
0: Yeah, the I know when I started, I was junior steward. Was my first job, and it was that's the way it was. You be junior steward, became senior steward. Senior steward became marshal. I guess it was, and then chaplain and that sort of thing. And I ended up skipping a couple because there was a hole and, and that sort of stuff. But that was the way it went and started. Nowadays, honestly, in our lodge, we're happy if we can get somebody to to fill junior or senior deacon. And so the the if so we so you guys
2: have a marshal and no. so do you also have a director of
1: ceremonies <laughs> no 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 you've got a lot of extra parts which okay, is kind of cool so you, I, you, I love the idea of a of director of ceremonies that is a great that would be a great role to include
2: well you're so it's kind of like uh you marshal so i think um he's the guy who has freedom of the floor he's the guy he he uh escorts in every anybody he um he does any of the conducting of, of dignitaries or guests. He mm-hmm. runs the election or he runs the balloting um, process. He does those types of things. Um, we don't have a marshal. So I would oh, assume you don't have that at all. no, no. So I'm assuming yeah, that your marshal does all the conducting, right?
0: Generally that's the senior deacon. Our marshal doesn't have a whole lot of duties. Uh, he what he, he's the first one to ballot and he conducts the chaplain around for prayers to and from the altar. And he forms, if we were ever to march for any reason, he would be the one forming the
1: procession, but pretty much right. other than that, he doesn't have a whole lot to do. If I think if the master, like if he were calling on a, if we were an off session and we had the public in there and they were people to his left, the master's left, he might ask the marshal to escort a lady up or something or a non Mason up rather than have the senior deacon go all the way around. But yes, he has a little tiny part, little, literally almost nothing.
2: And, and so um, who, does, who gives grand honors?
1: So senior deacon is really the conductor of all of that. So he's the right-hand man to the worship master. And so every, any, anytime the master needs something or needs someone or whatever, the senior deacon will get up and go figure it out or find out or open the great lights or escort candidates or escort guests or the senior deacon is pretty busy role in our lodge. I I love the idea of possibly splitting some of that and letting the marshal do more. That's kind of a cool idea.
2: Yeah. Well, so our director of ceremonies would do any of the conducting of guests, right? Um, Candidates is the senior deacon. Uh, He's in charge of the candidates, the, Director of Ceremonies in charge of general conduct of the room and uh, any of the ceremonies. Um, He's the one who uh, escorts in the Grand Master, or uh, on a District Deputy's official visit, uh, he would lead the procession. Um,
1: So I know actually, you know, actually,
2: you know, in some lodges, the Director of Ceremonies actually has the ritual book. And corrects uh, all the all the ritual while it's done in lodge. No, no, no word of life. I seen a, I seen a director of ceremonies correct a worshipful master mid sentence.
1: Wow, we have a lot of past masters that just think they're marshals in. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right, but so in our lodge, it, after you serve as worshipful master, you go to immediate past master. And from immediate past master, you go to director of ceremonies. And so uh-huh. our, our progression really is the inner it is, So it is a
1: past master.
2: To, <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a past master for sure. Right. But it's assumed that the past master has gained the wisdom in the chair. And then as a year in in being past master, he's also gained some humility. Right. By that point. So that he can <laughs> properly do the job of a director of ceremonies <laughs> afterwards. Right. Sure, yeah.
1: Right. <laughs> Humility. Hmm.
2: <laughs> you know, he's humbled, and you know, he's a lot, uh, a lot more understanding. Right. You know, um, and he generally uh, conducts himself properly around the lodge, and therefore leads by example, leads the example of the lodge. Right. And so um, that
1: position rotates out every year as the yes. master goes out. Right. Yes. Well. The, Immediate past. I love the idea of an immediate past master too, because then he's there to help kind of help the new guy or, or at least be there for questions and answers if needed. And there, there was a tradition in our lodge that somewhat of a joke, but a tradition that they would kick the past master out as Tyler so that he doesn't interrupt the new master and doesn't try and take control. And I thought, when I came in, I thought, that's crazy. Why kick out this wealth of knowledge and information? He's just run the lodge for a year, he knows what's going on, there should be some continuity there. And so
2: in your installation of officers, do you not install the immediate past master into the chair to the immediate left of the worshipful master so that a, he can offer good and wise counsel and assistance as he, as would be within his, um, character to, uh, to do. Right?
0: For instance. Yeah. For instance. <laughs>
1: no we do not have an immediate past master station
0: wow we actually wow. when when our lodge formed after when our two lodges merged we actually have started doing that since then we're now the the immediate past master is sitting on the left of the worshipful master um so we're well, actually it, taking a step in that direction for just the reason that david said that it's you know we don't have that much institutional knowledge and it's helpful to have somebody there and frankly it makes it so the secretary doesn't control the lodge because otherwise they wow. the secretary everything and
2: I should I should uh, send David our uh, our book of ceremonies. Um, yes, you
1: should. Yes, you should. I was going to ask because for that, I didn't want to do because it on public. They, now they'll know I have it.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that, that, that's okay. It, it, it's okay. It's a yeah. uh, book of ceremonies. It's not ritual work, right? So, uh, but in there is proper verbiage to install a past master and give him those types of responsibilities.
1: Yeah, that's really cool because I, I actually created a past master's apron ceremony. Mm-hmm. And it's in, it technically, kind of in jurisprudence right now, supposed to be being reviewed. But we had a, a transition of power. One of our past grandmasters passed away tragically. And so they're trying to figure out what's happening. So my, the ritual's sitting out there, but we've been doing it informally for about three or four years, maybe five years now, the past master's apron ceremony where we line up. All the past masters, you know, some lodges when you're when you're a past master, you just they don't even get it out of the plastic. But the past master's apron, when they're giving them the past master's apron, say congratulations, thanks for your year of service, they don't even take it out of the plastic, and you know, it, so and then they hand it to them and basically say, get off the stage. And I thought that was kind of silly. So when my friend Tom Crawford was going out as master, and I was his senior warden, I wanted to have a ceremony to thank him for that. And so I had all the past masters line up west of the altar in, in year order. And that night there was, I don't know, 15, I think 12 or 15 guys there. And I had one of the past masters kind of give a modified white apron lecture. Well, this is, you know, this is, and to everybody in the, because there was the room was full with 150 people. And so he gave us a lecture about the the white apron and how the apron is an emblem of innocence. And it's a badge of a Mason. And as you progress as a Mason, if you were to go in up the line, like we're talking about tonight, then you would receive a new apron. And then as you become master, you receive another apron and on and on and on. And then this is. So, so
2: they, they actually, so that's a, you're making up new ritual. Isn't that called innovating?
1: Right? <laughs> it's, a ritual, it's a, ceremony. It's a <laughs> oh, ceremony. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> yeah.
2: good though. That, that's good then. Cause we need good ceremonies.
1: Yes, it's afterwards. I I talked to them about codifying it, and they said, "Yeah, we We'll just leave it out in the ancient ceremony section or whatever." Or not. So, but then I have them hand the the apron to the oldest past master, and then it, they hand it from one past master to the next, to it gets to the newest past master, and then and we have him walk along and shake hands with them, and it's really kind of a cool ceremonial thing. And so I mentioned it to one of our grandmasters, past grandmasters. I was sitting behind my grand lodge last June. Because they did the same thing at the Grand Lodge. They just again. They, I don't even think he was out of the plastic. They literally handed the Grand Master his apron and said, "Here you go." And that was it. I thought, really. <laughs> so I wanted to develop this ceremony for lodges that want it, but then also for the Grand Lodge yeah. to use the past Grand Masters, because it wouldn't yeah. be cool to have all the past Grand Masters lined up and handing this apron down, and you know. So anyway, I think it's good.
2: We but have uh, see we. When we install our Worshipful Master, we install them with uh, what is known as a Past Master's Apron. Yeah. Um, some lodges, they have um, a Worshipful Master's Apron that is decorated or embossed or, or whatever with their lodge's logo and, and uh, uh, name uh, imprinted on it, right? Uh, we don't have that.
1: Um, so so your Master's Apron is a Past Master's Apron with the Quadrant? correct really yeah interesting well' why, why don't you just the square i mean it's it's the emblem of his office. It's about a week say a year mm yeah yeah, just the square, and then when he becomes a past master in theory that's part of the i think didn't we have a sh- did we have a show on the quadrant I think we did didn't we Matt and where the pa- the quadrant is supposed to be a symbol of i don't know it was it here somewhere I did a talked about the quadrant and this the quadrant is supposed to be a symbol that you know now you know how to measure a square to make sure it's because you can using a circle oh can, no
2: no ours is uh ours is uh like an upside down t oh that's the, right uh, where the rosettes I mean, would be
1: that's right you have that f- yeah. that other funny thing. yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> right you know so after after you guys go through as worshipful master then um you don't have any progression past that
0: no i was just thinking about that yeah so whereas it sounds like you guys climb up the mountain and then your master and then you climb back down the mountain on the other side ours yeah. basically you climb up the mountain and then you fall off a cliff because we're done with you so.
2: <laughs> yeah no it's it's um well <clears throat> When you get that ritual and read the ritual on, on installing uh, the immediate past master, um, it'll make a lot of sense, right? Because he's there to um, give good give good counsel to his predecessor. And, you know, really, if you don't install him and sit him to the immediate left of the worshipful master, how's he supposed to whisper, right? You know, all that good counsel and keep him on track. And, uh, you know, in the progression of his meeting right um that's usually what we observe from the floor for the first couple of months after a new master's been installed there's a lot of whispering going on right and then uh eventually he doesn't lean over for that wise counsel right <clears throat> but uh, our our past masters generally um that's what they do except in uh some cases where um our lodge took quite a a hit for membership and um, my year as immediate past master. I sat in the chair once. Uh, Otherwise I was filling in other offices in the, in the uh, lodge. Right. Um, Is there, is there,
1: does a past master have a whisper feature? I don't think there's a whisper feature in their voice. a, A whisper feature. Yeah, actually, you know, because our past masters, you can hear them all across the room.
2: <laughs> oh well, didn't I? Didn't I ever show you guys that that uh, gavel, gavel? That yeah, yeah yes. right. The Mini gavel. The mini gavel. That's right. So <laughs> our our past masters, <clears throat> they're given uh, a mini gavel to remind them of the loss of power right that you know though it it still has some power it it doesn't make much noise <laughs> right and so it, it we're supposed it, we're supposed to be reminded to tame our our passion with mm-hmm. this right and um, I think it's kind of great uh, it, it's one of the little um Unofficial ceremonies that happens after you uh, are installed as a past master.
1: Other than whispering good counsel, is there other particular jobs the past master has? He just sits there, helps the master, or does he have other duties?
2: Um, His other duties are in our lodge, anyways. um, He runs the nomination committee um, for the next year's uh, elections. he usually gets together with another past master there there'll be three of them, but he's the immediate past master is the uh chair of that committee right interesting mhm well and i would I so, would love to know
1: more about your elected how things are done there, and then also I'd like to know more about the idea of automatic progression and I know we're kind of getting close to the end here, Matt. you're probably going to cut us off, but uh
2: but that'd be good to start the next episode with. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> and the idea of of uh, automatic progression—that's a good way to start
1: that one. And maybe Matt could t- just verify Washington State how we're. Do you want to wrap that up, Matt? Just clarify how Washington does things, and that could be a wrap up. Uh,
0: well, oh my gosh, we... is there? A, there's not an official stance, right? But it's generally speaking, from uh, the way it works around here, is you have junior deacon, senior deacon, junior warden, senior warden, master. And then, like I said, off the cliff on the other end. Yeah. Um. Back when I, like I said, when I was first joined, we started at senior, at junior steward, and and worked your way through all the all the different progressions, except for a handful of them. Tyler, musician, secretary, treasurer, sort of set those aside. But other than that, you went right up. You had one 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 to the next. But but our Tyler's not elected. Right. Right. Our Tyler used to be back when I joined was the like you said the immediate past master, but uh. Nowadays, we just, yeah, we that that's not necessarily the
1: case. You do you have a secretary treasurer or do you have two separate roles? No, we have two.
0: We have a I'm the secretary and uh we have a treasurer, and those are both elected in Washington.
1: The, right. the officers, junior, senior, master, and treasurer secretary are elected here, but not the Tyler. That's interesting that the Tyler's sure. elected,
2: yeah. And the um, uh, you, you guys had mentioned uh your chaplain in uh, in line, but no you guys didn't include them in just now
1: well it's it's the old 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 when you had fifty thousand masons in washington this is you started the bottom of the line which is kind of chaplain you get to pray the marshal you get to escort the guy that gets to pray and then then it was junior steward i, I did the same thing with matt i started junior steward but there was no junior deacon installed my year so it was a past master somebody filled in but half so half the year i ended i skipped from junior steward to junior deacon so really i was junior deacon my first year and then went on to senior deacon the second year. But okay. I was technically junior steward, installed as junior steward, and then on and on. So with that, cool,
0: Matt. I think it's a time we wrap up for this episode of uh, the Working Tools Masonic podcast, where we discussed, I guess, not just the progressive line, but the officer line in general. And obviously we're going to be coming back again uh, next week with episode two of the officer line and comparisons between the Grand Lodge of Washington, and BC in Yukon. So on behalf of myself and Stephen Chung and David Colbeth, thank you for tuning in, and we look forward to seeing you next week.